Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another really fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. In tonight's episode, I welcome a couple of amazing individuals, Matt and Susie, from the Imagineers podcast. Uh, the Imagineers podcast has been running about as long as Travel Tips Tuesday has. Uh, I know Matt through our experience together uh, in travel planning, working with Travelmation, uh, and met Susie uh, right before the show tonight, and she's pretty awesome, has a lot to say and a lot of great insight. They are both natives to Central Florida and love uh, Disney just about as much as you and I do. So very excited to have them on tonight. Uh, we have a really great conversation sharing some of their uh, stories and Disney memories, even some travel tips and what they would do if they had a job at Disney Parks today or maybe even yesterday as it were. So please join me in welcoming Matt and Susie and let's get into it, shall we? Welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. This is July the 28th, 2020. I wanted to give you all kind of a quick update about Disney Parks. Um, they're open and people are going. Uh, I actually just had a client get back from a week-long stay at Beach Club Villas. They got back yesterday and had a great time, low wait times, um, had the chance to eat a lot of amazing food, uh, even uh, was able to kind of change some of the reservations around a little bit. So great time to go uh, if you're thinking about a trip to Walt Disney World. Um, also, I have a second podcast in case you were not aware uh, called Run Dopey by 40. It is chronicling my training journey towards the 2021 Dopey Challenge that I am hoping will not be canceled because uh, as we recently found out the wine and dine half marathon has gone virtual which for all intents and purposes means it's basically canceled so um anyway i'm flexible we're going with it it's gonna have a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fun so uh search run dopey by 40 on your preferred podcast player uh, it is on all uh, major platforms uh, right now apple podcast spotify google um i think even stitcher and a few others so uh, you can definitely search that and I may even drop the link for it in the comments here uh, in a little while. So tonight, um, to kind of just sort of rush through our introduction real quick, because I want to get to the content uh, for tonight, we have a very special episode featuring Matt and Susie from the Imagineers podcast. Um, they're two totally awesome people. I had the chance to meet Matt, uh, excuse me, to meet Susie for the first time about 15 minutes ago. Uh, so that was fun. Um, but I've known Matt for a little while now through Travelmation. We're both associated uh, with Travelmation or agents with them. Uh, I met him ooh, a little over a year ago at a conference called The Thing uh, back in May down at Walt Disney World and then saw him again back in January for our uh, annual company retreat. Uh, super talented uh, folks, both of them that are a depth of Disney knowledge um, and know a lot more stuff than I do when it comes to history and facts and all that kind of stuff. So um, very blessed to have them on here tonight. Um, but just to kind of start off, uh, Matt, Susie, if, uh, if, if y'all would like to introduce yourselves, just tell us a little bit about yourselves and maybe what your, uh, what your podcast is all about. Sure. Uh, so my name's Matt Appleby. Um, <laughs> and I'm Susie. <laughs> no, Matt, you go ahead. Uh, well, you, ladies first. You, uh, oh, I wasn't asking. <laughs> All right. So um, my name is Susie. And of course, that's Matt, just to keep everything straight. Um, yeah, we're the host of the Imagineers Disney podcast. Uh, we do a little bit of everything Disney wise, uh, exactly travel tips, history, um, movies, parks, shows, Disney Plus, cruises, dining, 
if the name Disney's attached to it in some way or another, we are talking about it or giving a ranking or um, a little bit like behind the scenes look. Um, so we both, um, I won't speak for Matt again, but we're both from Florida, um, pass holders. Um, I've been an avid Disney fan for as long as I can remember. Our family has been um, consistently going to Disney for, I mean, gosh, it's probably uh, uh, 20 something years at this point on a pretty regular basis. It's an easy trip for us, but um, just love everything about Disney, the characters, the magic. It's cliche, but it just, you know, there's a different feeling uh, when you're at <laughs> Disney. And so we love sharing that um, sure. as much as we can through our podcast. Yeah. Every, everything Susie said, uh, we started our podcast in April of 2018. So um, uh, did it primarily for, you know, again, like you, John, with, with travel tips and just information. And then that is kind of morphed into all sorts of things, all sorts of topics. Um, we've really dived deep, especially with the parks being closed for so long. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, now they're starting to open back up. But uh, during the pandemic, when we were all stuck at home, we we just kind of dove into some Disney history, some uh, forgotten resorts, uh, resorts that were never built, uh, some Disney myths, all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We we love sharing every thing that we uh, know about Disney, both for uh, travel tips and trip planning, but also just as Disney fans. Um, yeah. And uh, just like Susie, I grew up going to the parks um, and continue to go to this day. I now go with my wife and, and child and uh, we're looking forward to going back soon. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, Ian, thank y'all for being here. For those of y'all that don't know, their show um, is now live on uh, Facebook and I think on YouTube also, right? Yes. I think, yeah, basically right before this one. So um, like their show, I think ended about 30 minutes before this one started. So they're, you know, fresh, hot off the presses. They may be a little tired. I don't know, but they're, they're, <laughs> we'll they're game up. on. Right <laughs> <to go. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your show, your show is a warm up for this one. Sure. Um, but I want to bring up something that we talked about in kind of our pre-show conversation. Uh, we're doing this through zoom. So I think, you know, probably six months ago, maybe like, 15% of the world population knew what Zoom was, and now it's probably more like 90%, right? right. Um, well, one of the great things you can do with Zoom is create these lovely virtual backgrounds. So I've got the monorail, the Travel Tips <laughs> Tuesday logo on the back. Susie has a beautiful picture of work. Main Street, USA, Cinderella's <laughs> oh, Castle right there. And, and Matt, Matt has a very interesting picture. And because this is also an audio podcast, could you maybe describe... <laughs> uh yeah. what we are looking at for... i had to put it up uh i don't do virtual backgrounds a lot but i'm like ah, i'm gonna put this up so um i actually had this commissioned just recently um i ran across this guy on instagram who um, does some really fantastic artwork um focuses a lot on uh kaiju so like japanese monsters mm -hmm. and he recently did a piece on florida and it was the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> Cinderella's Castle, and it was an alligator. Um, so this giant alligator, I'm like, this is giving me an idea. So um, I gave him a couple of reference photos, and I said, I would like a giant figment towering over Spaceship Earth, blowing up the monorail. So there you, there you have it. <laughs> oh, it's so right. good. 
It's so- oh, it's, it's 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 beautiful. So if you are if you don't only listen to this on podcast, please uh, find this on Facebook. Whatever. It's it's a great it's a great great original piece of work uh, for sure. <laughs> anyway, so um, one of the things I love to do when uh, we interview folks is kind of get down into their Disney story. Um, I've, I've shared mine before. We've talked to a handful of other people and kind of getting them to share their Disney story um, uh, kind of along the way. So just to kind of start off, um, would y'all share your um, earliest Disney memory with us, whether it's a visit to the parks, if it's a song, a movie, uh, you know, a piece of merch, whatever the case is, whatever you can think of as far back as you can go. Uh, sure, I'll go. Um, like every person born and raised during the 1990s, um, you know, the, the renaissance of Disney animation, um, I was introduced like everyone to great Disney characters, you know, there's Mickey and Minnie, but then of course, during that time, they're Little Mermaid had come out recently and Beauty and the Beast and Lion King, which was my favorite growing up. And so just getting really hooked on those characters and, and, and the films. And I know most kids do, but it just had a really big impact on me. And so my, my favorite memories are watching with family. When I was little, I remember watching Lion King and playing Lion King with my family. Um, just loved it. And then um, my first trip to the parks that I remember uh was spring break in second grade and it there's a cold snap in florida and we had not packed for it so we had mm. to go uh we stayed at fort wilderness i still have the little sweatshirt that we bought um <laughs> i was kind of a chubby kid so there's a chance i might still be able to fit into it that's how chubby i was in second grade um but yeah it's a cute little fort wilderness um sweatshirt with the you know mickey and minnie and Chippendale and a motorhome. Um, and then I also remember from that trip crying, going into the stretching room of Haunted Mansion and my dad getting mad when I made him, <laughs> when I couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. So those are my two first earliest memories of the park. And obviously it's only gone uphill um, from there and the love has grown. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my first memories. So um, I went to the park even before I could remember. So, uh, but I think my first memories are around, uh, I was like two and a half, three. Like I remember like three things uh, on my first trip. Um, And I remember taking the ferry across to Magic Kingdom because I remember Goofy on water skis. Uh, And then I remember, yes. I, I, I wish they still did that. Yeah. I remember being brought into a big room with animal heads on the wall and singing bears. And then I remember my uncle wanting to go to the Hall of Presidents and no one else wanted to. (laughs) And we were all dragged in there. So that's all I, and then, and then of course the talking president. So it's interesting that really I, I, and maybe I didn't ride any rides because I was so small, um, but I remember two shows. So Hall of Presidents and Country Bear Jamboree. There you go. And Country then Be- memories from there on. Those bears are awesome, aren't they, Matt? I mean, they're great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, sh- Matt is so proud of his little friendship because he got a picture with Big Al wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> and i got a churro thank you very much it's all about the churros man um 
that's awesome well thank you those are those are fun stories i love reliving um reliving some of that stuff so fast forwarding to to today Mm -hmm. um this may have to do with kind of story you just shared maybe not i don't know um why is disney significant to you now beyond just say maybe just say your podcast but maybe more personally why would disney be significant to you today uh yeah um growing up you know life is busy all the time and i grew up in a family where my dad owned businesses so it was hard for us to take extensive vacations because uh he's never off there's never vacation days when you own a business because ultimately you know things fall to you something comes up so we didn't take we took a lot of trips to disney and we didn't go on a lot of other trips other places just because it was hard to get away um so growing up and then just even in the high school and and to college when we all became like you know pass holders and we could go a little bit more regularly and um he was able to like hand some more business things off and we got older just some of my best family memories are at disney because there's something for everyone whatever you're interested in your level of intensity for rides um Mm -hmm. you know staying in our motorhome we love fort wilderness and um, unfortunately my dad um, has passed. So those memories mean even more to me now than ever before. And so Disney created that. Could I have those memories somewhere else? Maybe, but that's where it is. And, you know, I can't wait, you know, should I have a family someday and bring them back? And you just like, keep it it, it passing down and it's just such a special place. So that's why I, I still love Disney so much. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Same thing with me. I mean, it's a place to make memories. You know, my memories are just so fond uh, growing up, uh, not all the time, but occasionally going to the parks. Uh, and then now I get to do the same thing for my family. Uh, and just like you, John, um, you know, that that's one of the reasons I became a travel agent was uh, Disney itself is, is, is such a high level of service and, mm-hmm the the amount of show that they they put on to guarantee you a a pleasant visit um is you know i want to do what i can to help uh, my clients and friends and family have as good of an experience that i have when i go to the park so um you know and in disney world is such a big place and there's so much to do now and there's so many yeah. Uh, levels of uh, vacation planning they go into it and I, I know it can be overwhelming for some people but I, I like to tell people that you know this just gives you more options to help customize it to what you want to do and I think that's what really makes it a great place for families because every family is different uh, you're going to have families with different ages um, mm-hmm. uh, grandparents and, and and infants and everywhere in between you're going to have people with different food tastes or uh, dietary restrictions and all of that can be customized when you come to Disney world. So mm-hmm. I think it's just taking what, uh, what I love is of course, spending time with my family there, but then is taking that knowledge and then sharing it with uh, people who want to go to the parks as well. Man, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, mm-hmm one of the kind of general comments that's out there that I see in 
Facebook groups that I even get from clients sometimes as well. You know, I don't know that I want to go to Disney because it's just kind of just for kids, right? Because when people think of Disney, they think of Mickey and Minnie and it's a small world and Dumbo and, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, you're so right. There's something there for, you know, for everyone. And I think even for, you know, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, if you want, even for um, folks that are locals like yourself. I mean, I spent a short time as a cat member, cast member. I don't even, I don't, so I don't, I don't consider myself a local, but you know, I get what it's like to kind of be there all the time. There's, there's something for everybody. There's a reason why, I mean, it, it constantly pulls people back in for something else. Why people want to go back when, you know, their kids are older and they want to, you know, relive memories and they want to see what else is new. And, you know, Disney's constantly innovating and moving forward. I mean, you know, YouTube of all people know that, you know, Walt Disney basically said, you know, the parks are never, they're never going to be finished. It's, it's, it's a living thing. Right. So it's so awesome to kind of be able to kind of continue to go back and see, uh, see, see what all's going on and excited that things are up and going now. So, yep. um, so, what well, one question um, that I want to ask you all uh, now, one of our other questions is if you could have one job at Walt Disney parks, what would it be? And why? I love some detail. Okay. Um, so for me, this is really hard. Cause there's like the, like, like whatever answer and I would just love to tell Jungle Cruise puns all day for like the rest of my <laughs> life yes. um but for if I was like you know actually having to do something I would like to be um I really think I want to be a um a tour guide for like Keys to the Kingdom or something yes. like that I've done that tour twice um and love it I cry during mm. it it's it's just so good you know you get Disney history you see sure the innovation, the technology, this, the story, the details that everything comes together in this one tour. Um, I like to talk and I feel like I could do that for four hours. Um, <laughs> but I, I would love to share that additional, like behind the scenes love of Disney with other people, mm. um, and walk them through it. And, you know, there's always something the, the second time I did the tour, I went uh, on a, we were on a company retreat. Matt helped us organize it as our travel agent. Um, and so we were learning about Disney's, you know, four keys, their four like cornerstones of their business. Mm -hmm. And then um, I work in marketing. So we're like, well, how can we take, you know, a company's uh, qualities that they value and incorporate it into marketing like Disney's incorporated into the parks? Plus, we just had fun. And so seeing their faces when they, they get it, you know, when they get to see those things that really operate behind the scenes that most people don't get to know. Um, I really would enjoy, I think, um, doing that again, interact with people and hearing their Disney story and uh, walking around and just spreading, spreading magic all day. I'm fun. <laughs> it's cheesy, but like, it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I've, I've, I've always wanted to be like, if I, if I had to go back. So I was a, I was a cast member once upon a time, briefly at the tower of terror. So I was a bellhop and scared people. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, have some fun stories from that. But um, if I, if I could choose something to go back and do, I would, I would either say that uh, mm -hmm. a plaid uh, is, you know, the insiders call them um, and, or, uh, or a bus driver. I don't know why. I mean, Ooh. Or, you know, everybody says monorail is so cool. I mean, you've got my background, but I just like, I love talking to people and, you know, I don't know. So, anyway. well, I'll say this though, for a bus driver and uh, we frequent, 
resorts around the water and so same thing with the boat drivers when they engage with you that's just like mm-hmm. an extra level yeah, yeah. of service that you normally that's don't expect it just it just adds to it um once we're in fort wilderness during christmas time and yeah. going from the front to the back where our motor home was the guy was just singing acapella by himself christmas carols and it got the whole bus involved and it was just the the most fun little seven minute bus ride or whatever of the whole trip bus drivers transportation drivers make a big difference yeah yeah they absolutely do cool matt what about you uh so i have a question and this is (laughs) so this is your show so you can veto it um can i can i go back in time and choose a job that no longer exists absolutely let's do it okay i would love to go back to the year of a million dreams which was more like a year and a half. Yep. <laughs> and true. I would love to be one of the people that would randomly go into the lines and the queues or shows or randomly find people and say, Hey, you won this. So uh, I don't know if you were, uh, if you went to the parks during that yeah, year and a half, did. but yeah. I mean, they would do pins, they would do mm-hmm. snacks. It would just be this random thing. And, uh, who knows what you get and i know some people uh i think uh were able to be like the grand marshal in each of mm-hmm. the parks around the around the around the world at the time yep um i think they and then of course the castle suite but yep just being able to be one of those people just to go surprise uh, an unsuspecting family or person uh and just kind of make their day better i think that would yeah. be a really gratifying job good yeah. one Totally agree. That's, that's good, man. I like it. I like it. That's totally cool. All right. So this is a travel podcast, hence the name travel tips Tuesday. So there we go. Um, So let's talk travel advice real quick and we can, you know, maybe a couple of things, even if you want, Um, what is one piece of travel advice you think that everyone should take? And this could be Disney specific because it's a Disney podcast or non Disney specific if you want to. I'll let Matt go because um, I feel like my answer is just going to like steal his thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. My advice, I think, especially for Disney is to be flexible. Um, Especially if you're traveling in peak season, Christmas, Mm -hmm. uh, just be able to roll with the punches. So, I mean, things may change, you know, things might happen on your trip uh, and you just need to be, go in with a mindset that I'm here with my family. I'm going to have a great time no matter what. And I, I think, and it's been the case for me at least, or anytime I visit the park, I'm just going to, I have it set in my mind. I'm going to have fun no matter what. So that's even if it's a hundred degrees in July, or if it's 30 degrees in December, um, you know, I, I'm going to go have a good time. I'm going to make memories with my family and uh yeah so that's just my thing just go in with a mindset of i'm gonna have a great time oh dang that's good (laughs) i feel like that is way better than what i'm about to say but it's definitely gonna make you guys happy um yes i'm a pass holder and yes i'm a florida resident and it's about a two and a half hour drive but i still work with a travel agent because um you know now moving forward things are really weird. Um, it's constantly, you know, changing and there's updates and what will the parks look like in 
six months from now? I have no idea. What's it going to look like, you know, next year or even like on your trip? And so when I was trying to schedule uh, my park reservations, I was like texting Matt. I was like, I did something wrong. And there's like all these issues. And so, um, you know, there's always like an extra person that can be doing that for you, um, for you to take that stress away a little bit. But Matt said my other one, really, it's just like, enjoy it. Um, take it easy. Um, we like to schedule our fast passes kind of around each other. Um, not like early morning, but then go back, take a nap. Uh, we bring our dog. So we need to take him out, but you take that little break because yes, it's a billion degrees in Florida. We Mm. all know that going into it. And we all know that pandemic or not is going to be hot and there's going to be lines. So like just set realistic expectations for what that's going to be. And then it's always so great to go back around seven ish in the evening when it starts to cool in Florida, which means it goes below 87 degrees um, (laughs) and just enjoy, enjoy the night there because there's so many other things to do at your resort or Disney Springs or resort hop and see, you know, what else is out there. Um, You don't even need to spend a whole day at the park if you don't want. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. Uh, I think both, both of the things that y'all you said are key. Um, one of the things is kind of one of my mantras for travel tips Tuesday. It's, I don't know how long I've been saying this, um, but it's basically two things, um, sort of my secret sauce to travel planning. So don't tell anybody, um, <laughs> is plan well, plan well, but be, be flexible. So go into your trip and, and be prepared, you know, know the tools that you have at your disposal, you know, update your apps, make sure you've got your battery chargers for your phones and water bottles, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Make sure you have all the right things, but be flexible because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to be closed down. You never know what's going to be rescheduled. Um, If something accidentally just happens that could potentially ruin your day. Now I always even tell like when groups go or um, more so, more so groups than, than family specifically, but, you know, I'll, I'll often mention that, especially if you're the group leader. So if you're like the person that everybody's looking to for like the planning and setting the pace of your trip, you need to be aware of that because you're going to set the pace for how people, you know, react when adverse things happen. Um, so, you know, we have choices, how we can react to things and, you know, Disney's full of amazing magic. And, you know, I've heard some recent stories about how, um, they, you know, have, have gone above and beyond in certain circumstances. We've even seen some of those on the news on occasion, kind of floating around social media, which is, which is great. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't happen and, you know, we have to know how to react to that. Um, and, you know, choose to, to move forward and continue to create those, uh, those awesome memories. So. Uh, one, one final question that is not on the list, um, but I know it's something that you two are more than qualified to talk about. So with all the craziness going on in today's world, you know, there's been a lot of criticisms on, um, how the parks have reopened their policies and all this stuff, mask and, you know, whatever, um, putting all that stuff for aside. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, Disney is, is known for, you know, innovation in a number of different categories. And, you know, they're, they're known about sort of looking, you know, towards the future and kind of looking around the corner to what's, you know, what's coming next and then what's coming after that. Uh, Disney has a lot of projects that are in the works uh, right now and some that are in various stages of planning. Um, so I was just wondering, what is the thing that you all, just in on a positive note, uh, the thing that you all are most excited about that is coming around the corner for Disney parks? Ooh, just Disney one? Universe. Oh, just one. That's hard. I'm gonna you can lie. mention more than one. I'm fine with that. I have, yeah. I have at least Please. two. Uh, you know, Please. the last like month has just been 
bizarre and things getting canceled. I, cause I would have said the, the new Epcot, mm-hmm. um, like convention center right. or, you know, show that would have been oh, so good. Uh, but I am super looking forward to, and I think this will be delayed a bit because of, you know, everything, but it still right. is far enough in the schedule. Um, the star Wars resort and that whole experience, I am saving my pennies cause it's going to cost every one of them, you know, this immersive experience. This is going to be the ultimate leaving reality behind Disney thing of all time. It's like Rise of the Resistance is a culmination of all ride technology, but this resort, if you call it a resort, this whole experience is going to be just everything Disney for the last, you know, even going back to Disneyland. So 65 years of theme park experience Mm. into this, um, into this hotel. And I cannot wait for that. And then of course, I think it's also big on everyone's list is the uh, 50th next year. Uh, seeing what they're going to be able to get done between now and then with a severely cut parks budget, um, what that looks like, you know, praying that the world is in a good place by then and everyone is comfortable and confident to come back to the park and, and celebrate that huge milestone. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think the 50th is is really what I'm looking forward to most. And of course, there are many elements to that. Uh and there's almost a, a new attraction at each park that'll be opening, um, uh, at least with Magic Kingdom and Epcot in particular. Um, but I think out of all of them, uh, Cosmic Rewind is pretty pretty high on my list of, of yes. things that I'm looking forward to. We've seen that building go up and work being done on it for quite some time now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to hopefully sometime next year um having that and uh having a world-class coaster inside epcot that's going to be amazing and i think it's going to change the face of that park for sure mm-hmm. um and, and i'm excited about where that's going and you know i think uh for for the disney super vans and even the the casual you know visitors that are going for their maybe their first time um to the parks we need something to be excited about to look forward to be curious about um and you know i'm excited on where it's headed so it's been a lot of fun so before we uh close any any parting words on your all's parts anything that you want to say meaningless shout out shameless plugs those sorts of things uh well well, i mean uh i know i know john this is a this is a great outlet for all of your clients uh this is a really cool thing that you do uh and you know and i think that is just a testament to um, a lot of people that work for Travel Nation, mm-hmm. um, I, I think uh, our company founder is an innovator, and I think he's been able to kind of instill that mindset in, in a lot of us and just kind of going outside of the box to uh, reach our clients. And, uh, you know, you, you make this your own thing, and uh, you're having a lot of success for it. So I, I applaud you for that. And Thank you. So all you all you people who are John's clients, <laughs> call him and uh, and get your vacations booked. So, um, but yeah, I it's it's a pleasure working with you and with all of the agents uh, with Travel Nation. I'm looking forward to the retreat in January. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a a special time for sure. Excited about that. No you- good. I, I was trying to think of like a meaningless shout out. I got nothing. I, thought that was really I mean, if you want to listen to another Disney podcast, but sure, come find us. We are 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we do the thing. We got the social and the podcast and the Spotify. All yeah. the things. Uh, Imagineers <laughs> Disney Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, social media, all that fun stuff. So yeah, yeah, they, know they, they, yeah, they've got a they've got a lot of really awesome episodes. Um, I list. I think the most recent one, obviously, I caught like the last minute of it tonight, but I think it was the one. Um, what was it from last week about Ruthie? Um, yeah, Ruthie Thompson. Yeah, yeah, Ruthie Thompson. That was so so good, so uh, rich, man. That was that was a lot of good stuff. So I guess a, a teaser for uh, maybe some of you who don't listen to our podcast, go listen back to that episode. Uh, Ruthie Thompson um, just celebrated. She was a Disney animator. Uh, she mm-hmm. worked for the Disney animation, uh, ink and paint and other various projects. Uh, but she worked on Snow White. That was her first full le- feature length. So uh, if you're doing math in your head, you are correct. <laughs> she, um <laughs> She celebrated her 110th uh, birthday uh, last week. So uh, we wanted and to honor her. she is her. killing it. She's a cutie. She's a legend. Yes, we love Ruthie. Yeah, and <laughs> we just talked about uh, all of the, the women of ink and paint and just kind of uh, hit on them being the really the unsung heroes of Disney yeah. animation. You don't hear a whole lot about uh, them or see any credit for them but Literally, they were most of them were uncredited yeah, yeah but they were integral to the the success of those films so uh snow white pinocchio fantasia all of those um they were responsible uh not for the animation but putting color to to the uh to the page to the uh animation and uh we have to thank them for that because yeah. uh there are classics that would not exist without their help Absolutely. And that's like, that's just a little snippet. I'm glad you, you kind of went into that a little bit, Matt, um, before we wrapped up, but um, that's a little snippet of the type of content they put out. So uh, for my listeners and others that happen to stumble across this uh, little thing called travel tips Tuesday, I hope that y'all check out the Imagineers podcast and make sure you spell it correctly. So it's Imagineers like E A R S like, you know, Mickey ears you put on your hat. Um, So um, anyway, check them out. The, the link to their show is also in the description for uh, tonight. And uh, we'd love for you to kind of uh, share their uh, sharing their wisdom um, and experience. So uh, Matt, Susie, thank you all so much for coming on Travel Tips Tuesday tonight. I know it is just after 10 Eastern where you are. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's been a blast chatting with you all. And hopefully we can do this again sometime. Thank you, John. Absolutely. Thank back. you. Yeah. Anytime we can talk Disney. Awesome. Cool. So thank you everybody for uh, tuning in to travel tips Tuesday uh, tonight, and we will see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to travel tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.